Welcome to the Ryback Show Live. I am your host, the big guy, Ryback. Happy Tuesday, ladies and gentlemen. We are streaming live on Instagram and TikTok, the big guy, Ryback22. Thank you, guys. 40-something thousand people on TikTok joined us for the Ryback Show yesterday. Greatly, greatly appreciated. Thank you, guys, very much. I think we did around, we're currently around 60-something thousand listened through yesterday's show. And uh, and so, so greatly, greatly appreciated. Swing on over here to Ryback TV, guys, where this show is recorded live daily, where you are the co-host of the show. The ebb and flow of the show goes where your questions go. Health, fitness, supplementation, pro wrestling, sports, and anything and everything in between with life uh, that you want you want to talk about. Super chats are greatly appreciated. I always have my talking points as well, but uh, uh, your questions are always, 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 uh, what's the word I'm looking for? for? Encouraged with that because uh this is this is your show with mine to talk about the things that you want to talk about streaming live on twitter at ryback and facebook at ryback reaps this show is available the ryback show on all podcast platforms itunes reviews are greatly appreciated if you have a moment to help the cause and leave an itunes review a positive itunes review thank you very much in advance on that guys and available all podcast platforms on that we're trying to get the audio numbers back up uh, again, to what they used to be, even though because now we're recording on all the different things currently. So the listens are actually even higher, but overall the audio is down. So we want to get those audio numbers back up with that, guys. So, so check out the show if you haven't. If you don't always have to watch the video, if you want to listen driving in the car, want to listen, even though with all this stuff nowadays, we could watch videos in the car and the whole shebang. So, but thank you guys very much for that. This show is brought to you by Feed Me More Nutrition, my premium supplement line sweetened with stevia and monk fruit. No harmful artificial sweeteners or colors like everybody else. Supplements for men and women. He, she, and the feedmemore.com. New customers can save 30% discount code RYBACK30. Returning customers can save 20% discount feedme20, feedme20. With that, you guys get a free bottle of our two sweet Blood sugar support formula allows you to eat more carbohydrates and fats and process them efficiently. Helps very good to take with cheat meals or high carbohydrate, high fat meals with that. Also great for diabetics. Always, always, always encouraged to speak to your primary care physician with that just to make sure. But but we get a lot of messages from people that are very, very, very happy with that particular product. Yours free with all orders. My gift to you for ordering the best supplements or all the cool Ryback merchant at feedmemore.com merchant accessories that we have available to you on feedmemore.com. All right, what do we got going, going? Hello, hello, hello. No spamming in the chat, by the way, guys. Anybody that is acting in in an inappropriate manner will be uh, meat-hooked and shell-shocked out of Rybackville forever. So we just want want to keep people. We're here to have a good time uh, and and talk and interact and, and, and keep things flowing smoothly. But if you if you tempt me, I will, I will, I will hit you with a shell shock. 
Good to see all of you guys. We got a lot to talk about today. Um, we're going into somebody saying, uh, I laughed every time you called the fans feed me morons when you were a heel. You're amazing, man. Keep up the good work. Thank you very much. That is, and I will, it never, that never really took off because I never really got to do it. It was all backstage most of the time. And it was a lot of that, I think, was Ryback. So when we were not being shown, we were on .com a lot. That was my my punishment period, legit punishment period. That, uh, where they didn't want, they, where Curtis Axel took almost 99% of the pinfalls but uh, it was it was it was it was legitimately a punishment period with it, and uh, also one of my favorite periods is tagging with Curtis Axel with all of that because he, he was such a great guy. But he was the one that came up with the feed me morons. That was that was not me on that. He he like had an idea, and, uh, and I, we always would joke around. I'd go, brother, man, if you could come up with this stuff for yourself, you'd be so over. And we'd always like, I'd always laugh. I go. The, the the running rib with me and him is because it's not true was is they put us together so that he could teach me how to quote unquote work and I could teach him how to quote unquote get over. And that's where he, I gave him ax man where I always wanted him to start doing the tomahawk chop like the Atlanta Braves. I if I was Curtis Axel, I would be referred to as the ax man and I would get that ax. That thing would be over. He he never he was it's very hard to have to do this stuff and do it. And but he loved the axe man part of it, and so he 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 always we always called him axe man with it. And uh, but uh, we had a great time together. We had a really 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 good time with it. And uh, there was something I I even think one of the, th- the the producers, some people, they were like, "Oh, you've gotten so much better since you know you guys have been teaming." And I literally go, "I'm literally just wrestling." I go, "I've known all of this stuff from developmental." I go, "It's dependent on what I have to do." And how I'm being used on television. And I go, if you guys are going to put me in 20 minute tags, I have to wrestle and I have to do things that I'm not doing if I'm in a five minute squash match. I'm like, are you guys like, like, I don't get it. Like, I've been in the system the entire time. Like, I know, I know how to do everything. <laughs> I know how to get over, though. And I know you don't do everything to get over. And the people that know that know that. And the ones that don't keep trying. <laughs> so, good, good time, good time, good times. Why the F? Oh, this kind of ties into today's. Victor says, why the F would they let Vince have full control? That is just garbage, he says. Well, it's his company. He made it. And uh, he's back. And he sold it to a company that he's been a guy, the owner of the company he sold to, Endeavor. And you heard them yesterday in the interview. They've been friends for over 20, 25 years. By the way, UFC's entire playbook, as far as what Dana White knows with the fighters, all learned from Vince McMahon. They've had meetings in the past set up, whether Dana paid him or not, which is common times with with people if they want information from people that are in the same field or doing what they want to do and been very successful, they'll pay them for their time. You know, we're like, Vince is like, yeah, you paid me 500000 or a million dollars or $5 million dollars. And we can we could set aside uh, three hours of time or two hours of time and, and talk about whatever you want. And, and that that took place in the past. I don't know how many times, but I know. And Dana said they he's gotten what they're doing to the UFC fighters and that company Endeavor with everything and owning and overseeing everything. Now now they own everything. And they and the guy said himself, Vince, he was going to quote unquote body slam Vince if he if he didn't want to stay. But they. Essentially, what I saw, and we could talk more about this, but what I saw yesterday 
at the end. And I, I didn't know anything about Vince, like in the, I just saw the sale, but I'd seen things and I, I know, I know cause I worked there long enough where I'm like, Oh, he's, he's back calling shots on things. And, uh, cause he just has a certain style and feel and it's very evident when it's happening with things, but Brock is his guy with it. And, uh, we'll talk more about the Brock Cody stuff and, and the possible scenarios with everything with that. But what I gathered and how, knowing how Vince is, Vince is very big on people doing certain things after the end, back towards the cameras, getting one last shot that Brock Lesnar flipping off Cody or whatever you want to, whoever he's flipping off the crowd is, is almost like is Vince is back and he's, he's back more power than ever probably with everything as far as, cause in the people that are overseeing everything, they're friends. So it's, uh, by, I, I like, I'll tell you though, they're, they're, that partnership, they're going to probably, they're going to make more money. That's the, that, and that's what the name of the game for them is, has always been about at the expense of anything as far as WWE or more so Vince with that. But, uh, that is what it is, brother. It is what it is. What are you going to do? You know, it, it, it's, it's the situation. Good to see all of you joining the Ryback show here. Super chats are greatly appreciated to get up on the screen. Uh, Vince is notorious for under delivering on post uh, raw WrestleMania, post WrestleMania raws, two to four minute throwaway DQ main events. Nope. So that was a good, so it was a, that was a, that was a great close to the show. I don't, and I, I, it's there, there, that's going to be the top angle or one of the top angles. And with it now, there's some other things, and we'll, I'll talk about here with this as far as Cody goes with it. And uh, we've talked about how they will always take care of the main characters of the inner circle. Roman and Brock have always been main characters, they're in the inner circle. They're, those are the two priorities at all times, especially when Brock is not taking time off with everything, and he's the highest-paid guy in wrestling. So it is, uh, it's going to be very interesting to see the developments of everything. I don't think a lot of people did not see it coming uh, with all of that. The last time I was the last one, probably that big turn with me, which that Raw, which many people I think I've, I've, I've seen – thought that 2013 post WrestleMania raw was the best one ever, or one of the best ones ever crowd from beginning to end. So many things were red hot for throughout that, you know, and Ziggler cashing in and that was just out of this world. And then, and me and Cena closing the show and me turning on Cena and holding up the championship and the crowd still chanting louder than ever feed me more to go off the air. You know, that was a cool, you know, I was in the featured spot with Cena at the end of that, going into our, our program and still not knowing what the outcome was going to be. Obviously it, it, it worked out to keep it on John at the end with all of that, but uh, it was a really cool spot, but things like that, that, that lets you know that that's going to be the angle. And, and we were the angle for the upcoming months, few months with everything, it, it, all headlining shows all around the world. And, I don't know what Brock and Cody as far as live events and stuff, because Brock doesn't do the live events, but it's going to probably be on TV what they're going to do. And it's uh, it's going to be interesting to see if Cody signed the standard contract or what. 
because I tell you, and I told you guys this before, and this is a common thing with, with, with people in wrestling that know, like in Vince, this is why I'm so furious. Everything he's done to latch onto my social media, uh, because he's figured out a way to control people outside of the environment there under their contracts is he always loved to get talents back under contract that he felt did him wrong or didn't care that he did them wrong. And they retaliated anybody that they've ever had issues with, or somebody who have done things, Vince will do anything to get them under contract at some point in time. And, and get typically a lot of guys, and, and I've been able to sit back and learn from a lot of guys with this. What a lot of guys do is they sign the standard contract and there may be little things negotiated in there, but it's essentially still the standard contract that gives them full creative control with that. And what Vince typically does is, oh, he gives people enough money to where they go, well, th that amount of money gets them to, well, if he's paying me this amount of money, he's not going to, no, 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 no. That amount of money, every contract to him is pennies in the grand scheme of things. And, and I shouldn't say pennies, but it's very, 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 it's just a, it's just a, a pin, pin drop, just a little, it, it's a very, very minute thing to him, but it, it allows, he thrives on the 48 laws of power and control with it. And so I'm curious to see, I do not know what Cody signed or did not sign. I know that Cody left and created the, the number two competitor for them, who has taken away a lot of their talent, who has caused them to have to pay talent more money, talents more money. And who, by the way, also took shots at them along the way, as have I vocally with things, right? And, and doing the thing on TV. And, and it might seem like it's all just kind of fun and games. But when you sign over everything to them and, and they got control again, they will make you think you're winning for the longest time. And I know this from personal experience. They will they will let you think you're winning or that you're going to win in the in the grand scheme of things just to pull it all away from you at the very last second. Or they will... And, what we don't know are these variables of what was signed in the contract and what wasn't signed. Vince typically does not allow talents on that unless there are certain requirements met to have the championship runs and, and different things. And, and so what would make this any different? And, you know, and I've, I've dealt with this where they will tell you one thing, like we're going to make you an underdog. And the game plan is, is you're going to win the title at SummerSlam or at next year's mania. We're going to have you just fighting from underneath and that, that, that you're not going to finish the story, but you are going to finish the story. Uh, but it has to coincide with when we need to get the title off of Roman. That very well could be being told to him. And so you go out there and you do things with the, the, that thinking that you're going to, it's all going to pay off. And I think you guys have seen this. How many times have we seen it not pay off? It's typical Vince booking. And that's where I'm saying with this now with Cody is a very scary situation with it because Brock is the, the main character. Cody has never been in the main character thing. He's playing a supporting role as the main character with it as far as how WWE treats the, treats the talents with everything. And Brock has typically been – it can be very difficult – and not difficult, like to from the, Brock is very selective in the opponents that he's going to sell for, and and work with, and he always has been. And he likes guys that if they look a certain way, where they it's believable that they could beat him up. And and so I'm very this, and it, it, and I love Cody. And Cody, I, I consider someone I know better than than a lot in the business for me on my end, and vice versa. With it, it it's a very interesting matchup of. Are they going to have Cody beat Brock Lesnar? I don't. I don't know. Brock and, and when Brock has worked, you know, Brock the smallest guys Brock ever worked were were probably 
Punk, who he beat, but Punk had a pretty competitive match with him. And uh, but it was still Punk had had a little different style and a little different arsenal. Um, and AJ Styles was another one who, and, and I don't think these are small guys, but uh, compared to who he typically works. And we saw what happened to Kofi, right, with that and things. And so it's going to be very fascinating to see what this uh, is, how this is going to look. Because Brock looks huge right now again. I was looking at Brock last night. I go, he looks like he's putting on, getting like significantly bigger again. His body can fluctuate pretty, pretty drastically. And he, I, because I've been around him all the time up there. I was looking, I go, man, he's looking significantly bigger. Because Cody's not small. Cody's not the biggest guy. And not, he's tall, height wise, he's, he's, he's good height with all of that. There's not a big difference with that of him and Brock, but just like the, the sheer size, it's pretty noticeable with that. And, and with Brock, it, it, it's really something that it stands out when you're in there because he's very physical and intense. So we're going to have to wait and see how they how they play this all out. But I've uh, I've seen this play out. I personally have lived this with it. And uh, it's just very, very fascinating, interesting development with everything going on in Endeavor, buying WWE and merging UFC and WWE and Vince literally back full control from what and it's and that's that's probably why why Vince was back running raw right away even after he went and did that interview he after he said not in the weeds he literally goes and gets back in the weeds and uh it's because now his buddy owns the company is going to own the company once everything's official and he's now it's not the publicly traded company's not under him anymore so it's just now he and he's getting paid to to be the executive chairman with it and that's what the owner of the company wants who came out right out and said it to all of us the guy literally came out and said that he was going to body slam vince if he didn't stay like vince was part of the deal they want vince's brain so that they can not only increase wwe from the 9.1 billion that that they're or whatever it's valued at six they're going to try to turn that into 30 40 50 billion dollars they they're, they've already quadrupled UFC. So WWE is way ahead of where UFC was when they bought UFC. They paid 4.1 billion for UFC. I think it's worth 12, 12 point something. Or is it, is that what it 12 something billion, if I'm not mistaken. And then WWE is valued, I think around six or seven and they bought it for nine. So they thought it's being undervalued, but that tells you they're going to, and they said, we're going to implement the UFC playbook. So they're literally going to sit and they're going to brainstorm between Dana Vince and, and the Aerie and the other top executives and people on what they're doing and how they can maximize things and make even more money with it. And when you put powerful people like that and with what they're doing already, how they do things like this is like Vince, that move is, is, is wild with everything that happened in him. Like that's why those, those middle fingers fingers from Brock were, to me, when I'm watching that and I see it, that's F you to Cody and you're going to about to play the game and to everybody else for trying to, you thought you can, you're going to enjoy this without me. I gave you all this. I'm back. So welcome to WWE version 2.0 with Vince McMahon now back in power all over again. I think W do I think UFC will want to use WWE production stages, lights, entrance, etc. Vince is going to show them everything on how to capture and make money with the talent's faces. 
everything is in the facials and the face shots. If you ever watch, it's in the it's in the entrance music and capturing certain moments. Vince is, and this is I always give. Vince is, is an extremely intelligent, uh, smart human being. That's never never a question. I have issues with personal things and how he treats people in, in self development things and, and and lies and things on that and and, and also the evil, evil stuff with the social media that you do not do. Like that is very evil satanic type actions with this. And that doesn't mean he can't be good to other people or other things. He just does some very, very, very bad evil things and has and treated the, the talent all throughout his life. Not great with that, but he's going to show them how to maximize value out of each UFC fighter as far as, in, or, or the, the, the fighters that they want into how to to make them worth a million dollars into 15 or 20 million dollars with it and, and you're going to see that so that's why this deal is valuable and that's just a small little piece that you got to look at wwe's marketing and merch is is top notch with it and, and that's why like when you watch like all the other wrestling promotions in wwe nothing compares to wwe production with entrances and the and the, and the shots just the way that they shot it just has a different light energy and feel and this is from him doing this his entire life and, and working and learning from mistakes in the 80s and 90s and all the all, all of all the years leading up to now with why their production is better than ever. Like, look at that mania. That that thing was out of it's always out of this world. I've I've been there, I've been on it. It's every year it's it, it's like, how do they do this? How do they do this? They've got the system in place, they've got all the people in place from years of building and learning and, and making mistakes and, and, and finding what works. And so this is a huge, huge deal with it. That company is very smart with it though, because they're going to, they're going to be this 20, the 21 or almost 22 billion that the two companies are worth under Endeavor right now, five, 10, 15, 20 X that in the upcoming years in five, 10 years, if not, like I, I think it's they're gonna, especially where everything is going with technology. Like th this is uh, endeavor, and that's why they were willing to pay three three billion over what it was valued at because they know they already know they're gonna quadruple this thing in a matter of time. So, thank you very much, Tim, for the very kind words. We are getting a good amount of people into the show. We have 1.4 thousand watching on TikTok right now. It's odd how TikTok and YouTube have both started letting me get back to what I was getting prior to this. It's greatly, greatly appreciated and uh, and hopefully stays. Un unfortunately, Instagram is still telling people that I'm spreading misinformation and I'm, I'm on severe shadow ban and I have no violations or anything, but they've told people I've communicated uh, routinely violated the community guidelines and i have it the one that that happened was i think it's been there's been five things since i've made my account in the entire existence of instagram of having my account in 2015 five and they all started the the five or from 2020 with uh, the c word with that and things that were they were just a, a few posts on that over periods of time where i'd share an article which by the way was true which they they try to say wasn't true, and then they don't correct it when it is true with it, and they 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 can't dismiss it with their their fake fact checker checkers or whatever, that whole deal. And uh, the last one was on a meme in my stories. It was a meme, and it had it was about a guy the cutting the man buns off. Said, said a guy somebody's cut thirty seven man buns. It was one of those Florida memes or one of those things, and uh, 
I just, I go, whoa, that was, man, people, we share memes in the stories. I didn't make like a post and put a thing and pass it off as real. Like, like what is going on? But even now it's just like, I go, so the, now you're going to tell people for how many, for months, years, like how long is this going to go on that I spread misinformation routinely? Like that's a very, God, I wish it was, that's the kind of thing you just go to court defamation of character with that like yeah that's 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 a lie your fact checkers can confirm that i'm sure good to see all of you guys thank you very much for joining the ryback show knock 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 shell shock out of here taking a look at your questions here guys I'm taking a look, looking for questions. Super chats are appreciated also. Oh, and I did miss a super chat. I can now see. Let me. Um... Oh, no, we just got it. Okay. It popped up on the screen. Feed me. Thank you very much. People are upset Cody lost, but I think Roman retaining was the better booking. His dominance continues, and I believe he will go down as a top five greatest heels. Thoughts. Also, did you enjoy Mania? I did enjoy Mania both nights and what I from what I saw and I saw a good amount of them of of the shows and in the matches. Um yeah, so here's the deal, the Cody thing. This is all fine. I love the angle. If this is if the ultimate go, goal is for Cody Rhodes to win the, the 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 championship, this is all great. This is bad if is the it is not it, it if they're lying to him or misleading to make it look like that's what they're going to do. And, and then he just, he, they, they just distance him from the title and he doesn't finish the story. And I'm telling you, I'm, this is, this will not shock me one bit. If this was him going to mania, he found it. And what they will typically do is he, day of the show. He probably found out more often than not is, is, from all my experience of I've seen, always possible that they could have told told earlier. But typically, day of the show, you find out what's going to happen at the end for the finish, unless you need to know your finish. They might let you know a, a couple days before, a few days, so you can get the finish all worked out also with it. It just depends on on, on what they want with it. But it's uh, there's no greater thing than, than with how Vince operates of yanking the carrot away right at the finish line is get them back, all this stuff. In the spot, the story going into Mania, and then you you play the supporting role at Mania, and then now they get him away, him and Brock, saying he's not going to get a rematch. And I go, I go, it's very interesting. If Brock beats him with that, and then I go, it's just Cody doing his job exactly, but that's that standard contract, bro. Or I joke, I go, bro signed the standard contract. Never signed the standard contract after getting out of the standard contract. But we'll have to wait and see, and and I hope for my I hope I'm wrong, but I've just seen it and I've lived it, and I can recognize it when I see it happening, and it, but anything's possible with it. So the story can be great if it's going to pay off with him winning. My thing is, is as I don't know, I don't know with it. You know, to WWE, I can tell you this with Vince, Vince might not even know. And Vince wants to see how Cody looks against Brock. And he wants to see if he, Cody, can be a believable champion, what that would look like against Brock Lesnar. So this could all be a test for Cody. Within how, This is how Vince operates. 
nothing I'm saying is news to the people that know. If that, if Vince has any doubts of like, can Cody be the kind of champion? Because you know Cena obviously and, and went against Brock and Brock got him, but Brock Cena looks very good and, and has I think has he Cena beaten Brock ever? I know early on he did before Brock left and came back, but you got it. Vince wants to see something sometimes too. How's he going to look if it if he doesn't look a certain way up against Brock? Could be could it be a quick quick day at the office? And then where does the booking go after that? Now you're getting even further away from the title, and now it's now you're getting back into the you're back in the grind, and and you know you never know if that opportunity is going to come up again with it. So. Uh, and I think that a lot of fans probably are upset because they think that is what is going to happen, right? With it, and I understand that. But the only thing you can do is try to be patient and be optimistic, and hope that that Cody got that in his contract for a title run. Because if not, like I said, you went out and created their competition. You think they're they're thrilled that you went out and helped create their competition that are taking away wrestlers, causing them to pay more money? I'm being serious. And then you did some stuff on air and made like you think, do you think that they that you're dealing with the elites? The elites are playing chess on a whole other level. It's like my stuff. I underestimated the only thing I've won everything, but I underestimated their power with, with the connections outside of their walls, like social media and everything. And I quickly realized when they sent over that form for my social media with an NDA that it was like, oh God. Like this is, this is, we can ruin, we're going to, we're going to, we can ruin your life or we're going to attempt to ruin your life with it. And Vince usually plays that game only within, within his walls, but, but he's now, he's, he's figured out ways to play him. And I know other people that are dealing with things and he's now learned how to latch on to all his talents or past talents outside of his walls. Very, very scary, illegal thing that's going on. Brock Lesnar is the ultimate fighting machine, and you have to have no fear when you are facing a guy. And like, and, and with a guy like Brock, you have to literally—you cannot hesitate. You cannot. You have to treat Brock like Brock is anybody else, and you got to go on there and you got to bring it to him. And you got to go work with it and stuff. A lot of people are are, are, are fearful and and scared, and sometimes, and that's why Brock is very selective with who he works. So this is a great opportunity for Cody. I'm really, really, I'm excited personally to see what's going to happen. I'm personally excited to see how Cody works against Brock because, and, and because you have to be, and, and Cody's gotten much better in my opinion over the years, especially since he left. He, he's gotten much better at working, I believe, more believable and stuff. And I, and I think he can get even better, but I think he has great, great fire and intensity and he, and he always has, but I think he's really, really, found that and he's found ways to connect even better on the microphone. Uh, and uh, so we're going to have to see, you know, cause he got that, that was a beat down last night that we saw. So from a character standpoint, you know, we're going to have to see Cody Rhodes. Like he, like I would like to see something where, you know, what a guy, he needs to take it to Brock. And that's what Vince is going to be looking for. He's going to look to see if a guy's going to be timid with Brock or you got to just go in there and be like, look, I'm coming at you, you know, shut it down. Try to shut it down. I got to, I got to come at you and we got to, I got to, I got to look like a man in this situation. And so, cause this is how Vince works. And I'm telling you, I've talked to him enough and know enough. He's looking for something right here. And that could, that could also affect what direction things go.
Uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. The guy, somebody says, um, somebody's referencing, this is, at, at, was it WrestleCon Orlando in 2017? He, he goes, two marks that you uh, put them in their place. Uh, it was a signing event, which was the WrestleCon Orlando. Yep, I was sitting next to Wade Barrett, and they wanted a picture, which I told them no. And they were guys that was uh, in, in this very very negative, very hateful. And, and I'll tell you the guys, the guys actually, I can I already know there. He's a huge fan. He's upset that I, and he used to ask all the time for me to, to do his stuff and go on it, but he would run his mouth and try to do that. I was like, I don't know. You're just disrespectful. You have no idea. Like, I don't know who you are. And like, you, you don't like act one way on an email or say something. And then, and then you're over there bearing or trying to bury to try to get yourself over or whatever. And but, so I was aware of whoever one of them was, and then they came over, and then when I found out who they were, and then that's when I, I went ahead and told them what I thought of them in a very calm, what I thought, just trying to get them to be be more productive, quit wasting your time being being negative and hateful. But people like that, they're all day long. Like you, I mean, like they're never going to change with stuff like that. I think they're still they'll still have to occasionally have a spammer, or, or or he'll make another account. He's probably made a hundred accounts in the thing to try to talk and like. No hate, just wish you the best. Just just do your own thing. And uh I, I don't care to 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 associate with people like that. It's not how I live my life. Hey, I hope you all the best. I hope you have much more positive, better take over life at life and in wrestling and things and, and in time. Hey, if I see that and and it, okay, cool. But that's not your call. That that's that's a my call and that's just let me live my life with it. But that's just you see it with all the people. It's just a what people complain and talk about how like on social media and attack people, that's a reflection of a poor mindset with that and how they live their life. That's why it's best just to try to avoid that stuff as much as possible and live in the real world. And cause I, we can't control the thoughts of billions of brains and what the, you know, if I'm going to keep Twitter on my phone and I, I already know, like if I open it, I know I'm going to see bad stuff about myself every single day by, by people that aren't doing anything with their lives that don't know me, that don't know the situation on anything, that are just running their mouths to run their mouths. And it, it, it like, if it, if I saw them in person, wouldn't even blink an eye. Like, it's like, but you are then, those apps allow their people like that, their thoughts to be heard by anyone that sees them. And, you know, when they tag you and things. And so that's why it's just best to keep the stuff off as much as possible. Try to just, I just try to engage with the good that, and I know where I could see the good and, and like, and then take the stuff away and, and just keep living. But, you know, people like that are there. Uh, it says it all. They they literally were would talk trash or make up things and say things, right? And then what? At the end of the day, they wanted a picture. That that says it all. And I just I don't want their money. I go no, we're not doing. It. I don't. I don't. I don't want a picture with you. Your your money's not not anything to me. It's worthless. And uh, sent them on their way, and that was it. Yeah, the goal is, I, Luke says, will I ever come back? <laughs> it's as if I have never talked about this every, every episode. I get my trademark. The deadline was just, there was a there was a period here for the trademark that is coming up. And uh, I, the 
four to six weeks, hopefully, I, I'm in possession and I will be publicly posting the trademark in my possession. I now have everything. Feed me more of the big guy in, in, in Ryback. And uh, I'll get cleared for my shoulder when I, as soon as I can. And, and then we're going to hopefully be off to the races with that. As far as in everything with WWE, the, and Hunter already knows. I've told you guys. I've already Hunter already knows exactly where I stand. And after they sent the thing that they wanted to repair the relationship, but they made zero efforts to do anything worthwhile for the past mistakes that they've made, they did agree to get off my social media. We have I have the contract with that that they they actually left that in. They agreed to to because they will never they will never publicly admit that they are tied into this. They no one didn't, Hunter. They will never admit, but they through that contract they would have then been obligated to remove themselves and and. And I have I have no doubt that that would have gone through because the, in the way that we have the contract worded, they're not admitting guilt in the, of the past. It just simply says moving forward, they will not have any involvement and and even and everything was with my attorney in the in the correct verbiage to to cover everything. And so he knew and that they agreed to with that. And uh, but the but the the past for the the lawsuit stuff with my doctor with the malpractice stuff and and then the the promises that they said for me putting them ahead of, of the lawsuit and dropping it and they were going to take care of me. And then they pulled everything away and, and started screwing with me forever. And it was, uh, after I, I, and it was supposed to be water under the bridge and they had started everything. This was not, this wasn't by the way, anything like I, I always was very loyal to them and, and very, I always told Vince that I did all the, a lot of media. I did a lot of media, led a lot of things on no sleep and I love working and doing stuff. That's why, this is very passionate to me of, of how personal this whole thing is with it. And uh, for, for things to continue, that has to be, and Hunter knows this and they're, I honestly, they're just, they're afraid because they know what they've done and they know that I don't back down with it. And they know, and I, and I present just facts. It's not just opinion. It's facts that I get them with. And I've done this from the beginning. Uh, I don't, I don't know if they, you know, they have such power and control and it, it's not in, in that environment so many things would have to be done to rectify the past and put in place to protect the future that it's, and you see how UFC is with how the, a lot of stuff. And so I'm not even, I'm not remotely that if anything, that would be on their end. And it's not, and like I said, there's so many things they have to make right from the past with it that I, it, I that I personally can't go. I uh, sorry. None of that covers that this is the damage with the social media alone. I don't know if any amount of money fixes the damage that has been done for the last six and a half going on seven years with it. But because I now, now I know the people I'm dealing with and that I've known who I was dealing with. And I don't, I don't, I can't be around that kind of stuff. So it's a very difficult thing. Shoulder just continues to feel better and better and better. Uh, Timothy says, with the WWE uh, UFC deal, do you see the WWE moving to ESPN? Uh, or will they uh, will they stay on the USA Network and Fox? Yeah, that's another, that's a very interesting uh, thing right there on the television deals with this. And I'm very curious because, you know, UFC moving the pay-per-views to the ESPN Plus, and I order the good ones that have good cards and, and good fights, but you know, they charge 74, 75 or 80, 74 99 or 79 99 
it's pretty close to $80 uh, for, for the UFC pay-per-views. Plus, you got to pay for a UFC or ESPN Plus membership for the year or whatever that is, like, like 50, 60, 40, 50, 60 bucks or something. Um, I do like watching them on there, though, with that. I will, I will be curious to see, and I'll tell you from a talent standpoint, I would love if they moved the the pay per view events to to the to the deal where you got to pay for them, like pay per view on the network, because it will mean more pay for the wrestlers. But I also would I don't think eighty dollars for WWE could be done as the price point. I think you have to come in and do do a, a thirty nine ninety nine or maybe maybe a forty nine ninety nine with that. And then, and then, and there's going to be some pay-per-views that are not going to sell as good as others. But I think if you do that, then and these are what these companies are looking at on how they could really maximize profits with things. And one of the tough things, though, that WWE, once you give things away for free or for very cheap, it's very hard to, to, to get people to pay mass amounts of people. Oh, sorry, I heard a noise. I couldn't the uh, to get people to go back to the old way that it was um i don't know we're, we're gonna have to wait and see as far as tv with, with things you know wwe on uh you know would wwe move to espn i don't i don't know and they have both they have both uh raw and and uh smackdown on espn that that's a that, that's a huge thing and if they I don't know. We're gonna have to wait and see. We uh, it is uh, a lot of a lot of possibilities with a lot of different things though on the direction that it can go. Super chat. I want your toy box. Says big guy Ryback. You have always been right about Vinnie Mac. Last night Raw was terrible. I want Vince to stay away. And but I will say though is what with Vince. And I've just spoken the truth that I know with everything. And I know what they're doing with me. And I know how the operates. And I've been with the company since I was 22. A lot of people don't, I don't think, understand just how long I've, you know, been around within WWE. And it was away for a few years and away for this time. But they're a good period. And, uh, you know, it's not taking away anything, like I've said, from a business standpoint. And, and what he does, and, and there, I always can talk honestly about he does a lot of good for a lot of people, and he's built this enormous business, and a lot of people earn a living through him. Like, right? And this is stuff you do. Like when I and I've I've given a lot of thought to this stuff and and, and self reflected so that I'm not constantly in a state of anger. And I've tried to where I don't just view somebody with pure rage and hatred with things with as far as as him with that because it's very easy. I could very easily, and this is why they do it. That can create hate and negativity in me in my life on everything. And I, and I don't allow that. And so I've, I've, that's how I'm able to focus on the things I can control, but I've tried to look at him in a, in a more positive light with things where I go, well, he does do these things that do help people. The big issue though, is the things. And again, the personal situation in which a lot of people have different situations, but how he treats people and his lack of self-development is a very, very, it, and we all have flaws and, and things and different things, but he is, is there's just, there's an evil there that is, is I don't like, and I, I, I tried talking to him more and we did talk and it's just, there's something though. And I, the things I've talked about in the past with him, it stems from childhood and it, it does for most people with all of that on why he does these certain things. And, but people in certain elites or people 
It's not just the money. It's a game of power and control. And that's why people, these people get into politics. They get off on controlling other people and figuring out ways to manipulate and control people and get them back at different times. And like I said, they're playing chess in a whole different way. And it, it, it is, they, they, they will do things silently like they did with me to just try to destroy you and to try to ruin you and tarnish your name and do things and put out lies and run paid ads on them with people they're partners with that I know, but most people don't know with it. So I, when I see these people that I go, they're getting paid to run this and to make, to put out these fake things with it. Right. So uh, we'll have to just, you know, I can't, I, I'll, I'll, once I get my trademark and uh, I, I'm moving forward and I told Hunter that, and I go, that's on you. I go, and I said, at the very least, and I told them, and I go, and I told the attorney again when I did my deposition, I said, at the very least, you guys should, we should sit down in person and, and have one conversation. And I go, with no intention of, of ever coming back, but just to communicate, I can still tell you everything from, from A to Z, all in under, on, on, on one, one sitting with everything going on, I'll sit there. I'll let you say everything you want to say. I won't interrupt you. We'll have, we'll, we'll each say our piece and then we can, we can, we can go back and forth a little bit over select issues with all of that. Right. And I go, and I, cause I've got everything I've wanted now with it. This is, I got it outside of the social media, but they know what they're doing with this. And they're very uncomfortable with what they're doing with this because they know how personal and how bad this is with it. And they're afraid with it, but and it's going to have to be fixed and they don't want, they don't want to fix it with it. They want, they want, cause it's, it's part of the Vince's, this is 48 laws of power BS with it. I go, and at the very least though, I go wish you well, and I'm going to go on my way and I'm going to go continue my career. Now I got my health back with it and it's done. And I go, but at least I think I go, I was there my whole life. And I told that attorney, I go, they, they should at least want to want to talk, but they're tied up. Well, you, you want $5 million. Well, yeah, that was what my lawsuit was for that. My malpractice suit that you forced me to drop, or you're going to fire me off the record, brother. I go, yeah, yeah. That's, that's something we should talk about though. And I go, I go, it doesn't cost any money to sit down and have an actual conversation. I go, I'm telling you the intention is not to come back there. The intention is I want to say some things that I've been holding in for a long time with things, but that, that they were aware of and telling me things like with them, when I to never bring up this stuff with Vince, me and Vince have never talked about any of my stuff. You know why they threatened me when I was there, that if I ever brought it to Vince, it would make things very difficult for me after they had already threatened to fire me. If I didn't drop the malpractice suit. So I was playing games with all their goddamn stooges outside of Vince as well. So I was like, there's some things I want to talk about with this, which they were aware of the USPTO and all this with was, I beat them the whole way with facts the whole time. And they got caught lying with all of that. But these are things you guys don't realize, the things that go on with that and why and why it's not a creative thing. You just saw the creative thing play out because of all the backstage BS that was going on that didn't need to be going on, especially when I dropped that lawsuit for that doctor with it for them. And because then they told me that it was water under the bridge and they were going to take care of me. This is personal. That's not a, just a creative liar. That's a, that's a life lie over an injury, like something that I've got to still deal with with it, it it's very manipulative it's very evil and uh and that's why but I, I told him i go let's i think that is it's free to have a conversation and and like to wrap this all up i'm getting the trademark it's over with and i said i go and i go if, if things are not resolved i go it's because of you guys with it and on your end and i go but i go it's it, everything is closed wish you the best and we could all we could all go about our business but like i got to get this stuff addressed 
with it and get it fixed. So it's all a matter of, of, of them on their end on that. But you got to understand, like I've never, a lot of talents, you ever like talents talk about how they never talk to Vince or like a lot of people are scared to talk to these guys. I've never been scared to talk to them. I will go and I'll go and I'll tell you what I'm thinking with things. And it's just like, it's never, I, I've talked to these people enough and have enough interactions with them where a lot of the talent are on eggshells and don't lay. Like, I was like, I learned pretty quickly. Nope. Those are the people you want to go talk to. I don't want to go talk to the writers to try to, I'm going to go talk to Hunter. Then I'm going to go talk to Vince. And that was, and that was like, because those are the two at all times that were in, in the most, most power. A lot of people are afraid and they, they spin their wheels with things. And, but Appreciate all the kind words. How do I feel about Shane McMahon as a performer? I've always thought Shane is a great, a great, great performer in the wrestling ring. And he's always entertaining. And it's an unfortunate thing that he, he'd suffered the quad injury out there. And, you know, it, it's anything could happen. You guys, people, these wrestlers and can make things look easy. And, and you might think it's easy, too, with a guy running in the ring in a suit. That's going to jump underneath you. You got to jump up and spread your legs enough for the guy to duck under and clear under. And you have to time it so that when you jump and the other guy has time to go, these are all things that take repetitions after repetitions after repetitions, practice, practice and from developmental on in the timing. And, and when you get out there and you're not out there every single day or every week and you've been off and he's also in his fifties, right. Or where he's like not doing this, anything can happen. And that was just an unfortunate because I'm sure he was warmed up, but sometimes too, you get so busy. This has happened where you don't always have time to warm up properly, you know, and, and I, I don't know if that was the case or not, but in, injuries happen. It's, it's the most, I always say it's physical acting, but I, I say physical for a reason. It's the most physical thing in the world out there, especially for how often, how much it has to be done. Thank you very much, Peyton. You you definitely get it. Peyton says, it's not a creative thing. It's people being afraid to stand up for themselves. Your creation and your trademark is special. Absolutely. And you got to know, too, a lot of people don't, you know, I know the amount of work and the effort that I put in to look the way that I look without steroids and drugs and the people of the past had to abuse and do things. And I think that's very special. And it, Bobby Lashley, and I know is, is and always been, Bobby Lashley, I've always looked at as somebody that I go, oh, that's a guy. Like I very rarely have met people in my life where I look at them and I go, oh, they're 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 superior to me in their genetics. I, I have I believe I have very good genetics as well as a very very dedicated work ethic that most people don't have. And I'm talking I've I've been around as far as wrestling where guys don't want to go to the gym for two to three hours, but I constantly want. I'm very I love before I had, I stopped where my stem cells. I was constantly Muay Thai the boxing the jujitsu, I was constantly just pushing myself to, to like, I love just being hashtag hungry. Like it's just, it's, it's not, I just, I, I enjoy it a lot with that, but you gotta be like, and Lashley's I've always looked at as somebody though, that has like that, that very similar, like he's, he's, he's if, if not better, like genetics, he, he's a genetic specimen with that. And, uh, and in different ways. And so I, so I see why he get, can be like angry or upset over things because you know the amount of uh, effort and dedication it takes to, to be special in this day and age. And it should be treated as such, especially when you're when you get it and you understand how to do it. 
Thank you, Scott. Scott says he loves listening to the show. It's very entertaining. I appreciate all the love and support here on the Ryback Show. And hopefully, you know, if this stuff can stay getting, like, you see the viewers, what a difference. I think you guys can see, even though having 144 people in here live right now, that's drastically different than the 30 people we were getting just a couple weeks ago when they when they put the stuff on the account. I think you could see, at least to some effect, there's something going on. And even this number here is nowhere near what the average normal is for this amount of subscribers, almost 429,000 subscribers on here, right? That number is, is very low in relation to that. For people subscribing to the show, when this is part of what they're subscribing to with the Feeding Time videos, it's just wild. With it, but you know, there's a difference in when I when I'm getting a hundred thousand people on TikTok that are watching my show. That means the odds are better. One, more people are, are prone to know that I have a supplement company. More people are prone to maybe listen to the audio version. More people are prone to just follow in general. Whereas opposed to when I do this on TikTok and then I get off it and it says you've had 2,000 2, views for it, and I go, no, what is going on? It's when they shadow ban, and that's part of, and that's what's gone on. Because you don't build this big of a following and then just lose all of it. It is, and it's, and it's just overnight when it happened, when it started happening too. So this is why I'm repetitive on telling you guys so you could see. Because it, then when it does get switched, you can notice it. When I bring up little things like this, you can go, yeah, wait, this is the same thing that we were just listening to. He's not doing anything different. It's just they're letting more of my people see it where even though that one, because they have different levels of shadow bands. And so this is, they had me even more severe than what I'm typically normally on with it. So, yeah, if someone says it should be at least at a thousand, that, that's, that's being, like, that's not even a lot. But that's, that's, but it should be in the thousands of people because they should be, the people see, oh, he's doing, not everyone watches the whole show. People only watch a few minutes or they might listen to a few and go back and listen to the audio later. Like, that, but it. The more people that listen, the better your chances are overall for success at everything. The more your people can make your videos go viral. When you're not and you're just seen by the same select people that they send it out to, they send, like, then you can't do anything. You can't grow. It, 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 it severely it handcuffs you. And they know what they're doing with all of that, which is why like, shadow ban technology should not exist. There's no good reason for it to exist with you like unless it was like a known your account is shadow banned for 90 days for this specific reason and we're trying to teach you to because we don't want you to behave in this way but they don't do that so they just they, they can but they could use it in corrupt ways and they do and we've already they've already been proven to do this on the political end so you but we people like me have to keep talking about this it's the only way to get this out on a mass level and i get it if you get frustrated when i talk about this but Please just put yourself in my shoes and having a family and, and getting like, this is my business and everything that relies upon being seen and working for myself. I'm not on television. I'm not getting a paycheck from, from another person. I am feed me more LLC. I'm the one cutting the paychecks. So when they start trying to cut you off on every little thing, if like, and I, this is why I've been got vocal about it to begin with, because I saw what can happen over time and the longer it goes on, the harder it is to overcome and the more likely people are, are to go, no, you're just irrelevant because they're not seeing, they're not, they can't, they haven't been out here the whole time. They haven't heard me talking about it for, for years back when it was going on. And so I just try to please understand how personal this is. And, and look, I, I'll be the first one I could, I have like, 
if you know me in person, I make fun of myself. And like, if I, I, you know, you were always more relevant when you're on TV than when you're not on TV, you will never get an argument with me on that. Right. But I've been, this has been going on since 2016 and it, this is, you don't need to be on TV to be the most popular person in the world. Andrew Tate is not on TV. Andrew Tate is probably one of the most popular people in the world. Why? Because social media. I've been doing all of this and, and but getting held back, even though I've been wildly successful still on TikTok overall, third most followed wrestler behind The Rock and Cena now, who's, who was able to pass me because of this stuff going on with it to slow everything down with it. I don't need to be on TV to be more popular than ever. With it. And this is where I've, I've known this all along. And they knew I knew this when I was going. And this is why they wanted everything and to shut me down and to take my voice away. But what that does is overall, the more time that goes on, it has a detrimental effect on your brand and the perception, which they are very big on the perception. Because most people can't take in the whole thing or don't. Oh, he's just saying that. It's like, but those of you that watch and listen that have heard me talking about this for years, you can see it. And that's why I just simply pointed out to little, even if it's a, a minute, difference but it's a big difference from just a couple weeks ago when they had me shadow banned on here and you can know that shadow bands exist on youtube despite them saying they don't exist Yeah, 152 people are t double more than what I, you've been seeing in here. Yeah, with it. And it, it's a very real thing, very real thing. Thank you very much, guys. I do not know what's going on with, with, uh, with Bray Wyatt. Somebody goes, what are Ryback's thoughts on Vince's uh, creepy little mustache? He looks like Count Dracula now. <laughs> um, so I, 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 from what I was told at, during WrestleCon weekend is that, and I think I've, we've seen pictures online, is Vince has a girlfriend, a younger girlfriend, and I don't know what she looks like, but I'm imagining she might be a young Latina woman um, that <laughs> the Latina women love the mustache, some of them, not all of them. But I, I, but that was, I was told he has a, uh, uh, young new, and I'm not, I'm not saying like super young. I don't know her age or anything like that. I was just, I was told by someone that seemingly was in the know that he has a, a, a newer young girlfriend or younger girlfriend, which would explain the hair dye in the new look. I think I do. I will say, I think he needs the, and this is the hair. I think too, maybe it just might take a little getting used to with the hair dye. If seeing, but with the mustache, I do think when you have like certain people, like and he's getting, he's he's in his seventies, right? He's 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 up there. That he just, I think he looks better with the hair, that with the dye. I think it, it it personally could be a little off, but it, I think it, I'm not could just not be used to not seeing it either with it. I think he it just he does he does look, it's a different look. But I think. It, it, He's dyed his hair, and I think if he gets that color, maybe a little better. I don't know. Maybe grow a goatee. I don't know, man. I don't know if he could do like the beard like I have. But uh, but with facial hair and stuff, you could appear even too if you do it right. And with how old he is, he can come across looking younger. I thought he just looked and talked better on that interview than what I'd seen him like in the ring on TV. Remember, with all this happened, it looked kind of like 
he looked healthier um, with all of it. So, which probably taking the time off and being home and, and everything more so. Good to see all of you. Appreciate everybody on. Uh, oh, we're done with the IG. The IG live is shut off with everything. What I'm going to do, though, everyone on TikTok, if you do want to continue to watch, please swing on over. We're going to wrap up the TikTok show here to Ryback TV on YouTube or available on all podcast platforms, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We're going to end the uh, the TikTok live. I should do this every show, and we see if we get a bump in the, in the YouTube numbers with the live people that come over to continue watching the last the last 15 30 minutes of the show depending on how long we go all right looking through your questions here guys super chats are always appreciated and helps me so i don't have to always scroll through the questions uh let me see oh hold on i do have super chats to catch up to i apologize I do remember when I saw some of them at the top. I always thank you guys for reminding me on those because, like I said, they used to always pop up when I had them on the top of the screen that I knew when I had to get to them. They don't always do that now. So, okay, I'm starting to see them. Evan, Amy, Art91, thank you. Love the rebuilding Ryback workout videos you did a few years back in your gym. Really helps me with my motivation to also... Do my art, hashtag Ryback rules. Thank you very much. I've actually, and I've got a, uh, you guys will really like her. Very, very nice uh, woman friend who's a, also does a lot of fitness stuff and videos. And uh, I actually got, we're going to meet up. We're going to talk tomorrow more about stuff and uh, doing some content together on, on some fitness stuff. And she maybe have her joining the feeding time videos occasionally. Cause she does, she does some other things as well. So that would, it would, it would benefit her to be seen by more people as well. And, uh, so we'll see about as far as maybe doing more of those, but I appreciate those were, I, I didn't realize how far out I was. That was the beginning of me. I was really bad. That's when I knew I, I really like started learning about my scar tissue, uh, just how bad that situation was. And, uh, it was, like, I can't even watch those things. I can't. I looked just back. I just remember how hurt I was just in all every way possible during that period. And I, I don't I don't I don't ever want to. I, I say thank you every day that I'm not in pain anymore because I I don't want to think about it because it was just so depressing. And I mean, though, I'm happy. I'm, I'll, I'll make the best of anything. But it, it was it was depressing. And but like you're not able to do things. And it, it just uh, and I'm, I'm at the end. That's why I've worked so hard and I haven't taken a break. And. I was like, I'm literally fighting for the rest of my life to build what I believe in to do the things that I want to do. And, you know, I, I've had to, in the prime of my life and career, it all taken away from me and, and walked myself out of a bad situation. And it's, uh, it's I'm just very passionate about it and, and having my health back. But I, I can't watch a lot of those because it, it's, I just, it just makes me, I, I'll get angry too. Because then as I look how far I come and how what's gone on and what's still going on, I never would have imagined that I would be talking about the social media stuff still. And um, but yeah, we're almost there. We're almost there and always greatly appreciated. 
Super Chat Grim Reefer, thank you very much. Do you think AEW should get a three-hour show on Monday? Man. You know, I think it's it's those those three hour shows are can be with Raw, they're so difficult to do, but AEW has enough talent and they I actually think AEW could benefit from having a three-hour show. Now, whether that's on Mondays or not, that I don't know. Because now, but what you will do is, you know, if they if they did a three-hour show and went head-to-head with, with Raw on Mondays, it would definitely generate a lot more talk and, and, and excitement. And it would, it would, it's just a matter of your... I don't know. I, I'm not against it. I'm not against it. I think it, it creates a lot of excitement. It can split the audience a bit, but it's like that's when things and it can keep both shows at the top of their games when they're going head to head. And you know, WCW, if they never would have went out of business, you know, and they were able to continue on, that's something you could see going back and forth. If if you get a, if a show and the shows are going to have periods where the other shows are going to be better, Right. And like, say they do go head to head and WWE is beating them in the ratings for two years, but they keep going head to head and AEW starts chipping away and getting closer and getting closer. What's going to happen with that? We're all going to talk about it more. It's going to make tuning into the shows more exciting. Well, who's, what are you going to watch this week? What are you going to, what are you going to tape? What are you going to watch? And go back and forth. People having two TVs. I think if we, if AEW is able to get to a position to do this and they're, and it, it, you got to understand it. What, the end result doesn't have to be the other company goes out of business. It's just a way to, hey, let's just bring out the best in everybody. And we have a lot of money. You have a lot of money. And let's let's just bring out the best in everybody. And, and it's not, I'm not against that because it, it's, I, I don't like the amount of nights wrestling is on TV personally. I, I watch and I, I watch the, the Raw Dynamite. And, and I watch every single thing on them, but I have them on and I watch, I watch a good portion of each and more and more as things of watching for different things. But it's, um, you know, it'd be great if it was just a couple nights a week, <laughs> Mondays and Fridays, both show. Let's just keep it that way with it. So, but it, you know, and, and I understand having it away from each other and, and, and things, but that could be a way that the AEW makes things more exciting. And if they're the one to make the move, you know, which they would have to be, that's uh, I I dig it I I dig it I just think and it, like I said if it doesn't have to be the end where it, just because you're losing in the ratings you know but in, and you got to be willing to if you if you do that to accept that there's going to be weeks that and there's going to be people talking and you go you you go head to head and you don't and you know what if they do it in in but WWE has twice the audience in every every week right initially with it. That you're gonna have to just okay. That's not the, that. This was never gonna be a short term thing. It's short term in the sense of how much of an audience can we capture going head to head with them. But then can we continue to grow and build and then pass them? Because if they do that, the perception will be that they have been massively successful, no matter what their revenue is or what whatnot, right? But I, I just think I think it gets more eyes on their product that knows that they're around too, and it gives people a reason to go back and forth and. I think to his viewers and from a, from a company standpoint, you'll then be able to put segments head to head to see what people are more interested in, which could be very beneficial to the companies on their performers, you know, between your wrestling audience, 
who's leaving during these matches or these segments and how can we improve them? That's how things, because they do that. They pull a comparison of the segments and they're able to see it it does make, it it makes the creative process better for everyone. Good question. Super chat, Robert Nudzvig. Thank you very much. Hey, right back. Who do you think should beat Roman for the title? Best and why? If Cody fits, possibly, if Cody possibly wins the Money in the Bank briefcase, thoughts? If not him, then who? I don't know. Off the, you know, I think it's just, it's dependent on, I don't know what their ultimate goal is with Roman and if they want to go to a thousand days, if they want him to break the all-time record, which is, would be multiple more years of holding the championship, which the all-time, I don't think he'd bring, Backlund, was Backlund is the all-time record, right? What's the, what's Backlund's? Which I don't know if they, they would, that, but I don't, I just don't know. But in this, and this is, it, it's a special thing, but I'll tell you, the person that does beat him, it will be, it will be a, an incredible, incredible monumental moment. And, and it will, and that's why when you build and do things over time, and that's why I say you, you can't, it's easy to get upset and be like, oh, this is boring. It's the same old thing. You guys are going to complain about anything anyways. You'll complain the moment Cody or a whole other group of people will, I should say. That's why there's always constant complaining going on, no matter what we do. Even if we don't do anything, there's complaining going on. So you might as well do what you want to do, and then and, and you're going to appease a certain por- portion, and your certain portion is going to be upset. That's why I talk about. I just saw a video there talking about Trump and uh, his wife when he when he first got into politics, and it, it was the first time they walked into a room and half the people cheered him and half the people booed him. And and his wife, I think, it, it said to him. That nobody's ever booed you, and he just goes, "Welcome to politics or the world of politics." They say, "You just, just say you're a Democrat." Oh, this amount of people love you, that amount of people hate you, right off without even doing anything, right with it. So no matter who, if they go with Roman or they go with somebody else, people are going to hate it. But there's also a lot of people that are going to love it. So that's where you're looking. You do have to have your finger on the pulse. So you have to also be looking at your numbers and different things that you're and you're you're right. And that's a lot of stuff. That stuff can't be seen either by by the fans. But it's um, there's always going to be a portion of people complaining. It, the, the key is you okay if you hear and you, you always get a little okay, and then you just move on. And uh, so I don't know who uh, who who will be the one to beat them, and, and if they have that planned out, and or if not with it. You know, it's like the Undertaker streak being broken by Brock. I mean, it's just like, it, but it will create a, a crazy great moment when it does happen, when someone finally beats him. And all the these top baby faces are are getting put down. But Cody, like, you protected heavily, though, with it. And he had him beat, right? We He had him beat. If he just would have got that third one off, he wasn't kicking out, right? That was, and then... So, okay, Bruno at seven years. Yep, and Bob at five is champion. So, I don't know if we're going to be getting that. 
we'll have to we'll have to wait and see. It's going to be a lot of talents that never won the championship though during that period, if that's the in their or in their careers. But that's why it, it's everything is a prop though, guys. It's just a way to fuel business and fuel money, and you know these talents. It's great to play that role, and they have a, a storied history, and it, and they're awesome. But props are all sports. The the Super Bowl, everything's a prop. It just everything has meaning over time within the promotion and with it. And so you can be an amazing person and make just as much money without them. And uh, but in this, the fans and it is what they they go by or with your quote unquote achievement, even though it it should not hold that much meaning overall for careers of people, in my opinion. It's just part of it. Thank you for saying I should beat Roman. <clears throat> Excuse me. I agree, Gunther is impressive. I, I I have enjoyed watching him on television. I actually got to meet too. I, I told him I got to meet Jungle Boy. He was at the the WrestleCon. He was across from me. And uh, had went over and, and just said hello and, and talked to him. Uh, very nice guy with that. But I, I just told him I told him I enjoyed watching him wrestle. He uh, and he has a good connection with the crowd and went from have from the music they have. And that's the most important thing is you want to be able to have a connection with the crowd that most of the guy a lot of talents can't get with it. And if you're able to get a connection with the crowd one way or the other, whether for good or bad, you can you will do well in the wrestling business. So. Uh, hello, hello. Super chat from Matthew Day. Thank you. Would you ever consider a run in AEW? Brother, yeah, we uh, we talk about that that quite often. And I know you cl- clearly probably haven't heard. So with it, once I get my trademark and uh, I get cleared from my shoulder, we will proceed and in, 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 in go from there. Okay? with it i think if uh anyone that's watched this show or listened or and knows where everything kind of stands with everything that's gone on and currently going on with wwe it's 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 not rocket science okay good to see all of you guys i'm looking through your questions here Let's see. Do you think they are done with the Seth Rollins push? Would you like to see him back in the title picture? I think Seth, I I enjoy watching Seth a lot. I've always, he's always been one of my favorite guys to wrestle and work with. I think he's really turned it up, uh, allowed himself to, to, to display his personality and charisma a lot more in and over the last over the last few years right with everything and uh i think that's definitely possible he's definitely going to be back in the title picture he's always been a guy that they've also used very favorably over in over the years and from the very beginning so he's uh yeah very possible very possible and I, and I think they're going to need if they want to keep the title on Roman, they're going to have to they're going to have to feed him 
unless he baby faces in, in the top, and I don't know who else there is for him to face. So Seth, have they haven't have they done Seth yet with him? And if they have it, that's definitely got to be on the list then. But I mean, they're running out of people to to feed him on this run. I would imagine. I, I greatly appreciate all the love and support. Do you think that no pulled on Gunther versus Ryback huge money? That would be a very, very physical, intense matchup, matchup in a very good way. Congratulations, Leon says thanks for the inspiration. Down just over 30 pounds since February 13th. Thoughts on Shane O'Mac mimicking Vince with the quad. Oh, it's very, very good. Uh glad to hear that with you and congratulations and Keep going one day at a time and doing the work and staying hungry with that. And you're gonna you're gonna continue to improve and get better each and every single day, week, month, and year with that mindset and what you're doing. I would love to hear that. And uh, we talked about Shane's quad again in the beginning of the show, but yeah, very unfortunate and just a freak accident. And like I said, sometimes people get to warm up really good. Sometimes you don't. He's also in his, what is he's in his fifties. I don't know his exact age off the top of my head. But, you know, he's uh, not wrestling regularly and has been gone for a while. And just things happen. It's very, very physical. And something that that looks very simple, like a leapfrog, takes a lot of timing and effort. And he got up. He It was no issue on his athletic ability. Still looked great and moved and got up and just coming down. And, and it things happen. And it's uh, just it's really unfortunate. And hope he's always been great with me and, and hope for a speedy recovery on that. Let's see here. Good to see all of you scrolling through your questions. Yeah, I don't know if they're going to go to a thousand. It seems like that would be the logical uh, number to, that they're going to that they're going to go for, being so close to it, right? So we'll have to see where that all times out with on that. And is it SummerSlam? I don't know what what period. Well, before SummerSlam, maybe. And we'll just then, you know. There's also too. You're going to have if Randy comes back. I don't know where he's at as far as his rehab or if he's going to be ready to come back in a, in a main event, like with the, working for the title. But, you know, that's another one with him and Roman with, with red hot Randy returning from the back injury, uh, which they could protect him. You know, if, if he comes back and works a limited schedule too, he could come back and do two, three, hell, even four months with Roman if they were good with it and, and then take time off again and, you know, and, and do good business, but I, I don't know. We'll just have to wait and see. Uh, good question. Uh, hey, big guy on European tours. Did you have time to work out in each city or did you just drive? 
arrive, do the show, and straight to the next country. No, so what the way the inter, the international European tours worked specifically for WWE was the week. So in the United States, we have rental cars. Like you get your own car. I always get my own car. I can go work out three hours every day, get my own food, literally my own hotel, and just live life normal for the most part uh, within that structure of going to the show every day and then driving to the next town after the show, three to five hours, hotel, rinse and repeat over and over. And uh, as far as the European tours, there are no rental cars. Everybody's on those big group buses, and they have multiple buses, usually good guys, bad guys. Sometimes it's intertwined a little bit, but typically that you heel bus, baby face bus is kind of how it always works on the tours with it. And you, so a typical day, you'd be fly in everyone after Raw. You're gone for like 20-something days usually on these tours. And you got to – it is a nightmare in so many ways as far as like the packing and the, like the bringing stuff. And it's you got to wash stuff multiple times. And it is it, – it, it, it takes skill to, to do that well with everything. And uh, you fly in together after you get in. And so like you just kind of – you get up. You're at the all at the same hotel. You have catering. They usually give you breakfast and dinner for caterings at the hotels. Very good all the time. Top notch. WWE. This is they are very good with the 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 catering at these things. Lunch was always on you, so you usually do a protein shake or just order room service uh, to 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 the room or uh, whatever. But what you would do is the they have shuttles. With that they would have gym and they, this is all communicated. We have our, our our itinerary for each hotel. They give you the thing, the the shuttle times for or where to meet to go get on. They have little vans essentially that WWE would rent out. They'd have specific people, either two or three, sometimes just one, with a big van depending how close the gym was, and they would drive you to the specific gym that they would have, and you'd be able to work out there for free. Uh, that WWE would have worked out so everybody could have a routine and work out on the road. I always, always gym and sauna whenever I could. And of course you take your days off depending on what's going on, or you just do cardio at the hotel. If it's an off day and you're not trying to new wrestling anyway. So I don't, you don't always have to do like hard conditioning. You just do the elliptical or something because you're, you know, you're going to be wrestling every night and you're in shape. And so, but yeah, then you do that. You, you, then you go to the show, there'd be catering at the show as well very good catering usually at the different events do the show uh and then from the show back to either that hotel uh and a flight in the morning or to uh the airport and a flight that night or or a long bus ride and a lot of the times it's the bus rides every once in a while you have charter flights depending when you're if they have it where you got to go a little further with that and uh it's just on repeat with that so but you, you you fall into a groove pretty quickly on those and uh, i always trained i've i've been to so many gyms all around the world i remember being in a gym i'll share a story with you real quick that was me and not a lot it was in china and it was me and cena i believe were we this was our were we working i believe and if i'm not mistaken it was when me and cena were were working in we were all all tour together and working all the main events. We were together for months, and we because we did, did a lot of tables matches and we did a lot of different type, but tables matches and some different things on top of regular matches. But I was uh, had drank on the this particular this was the only tour 
where I just, it was the only tour I go, I'm going to have a good time and, and drink at night on the buses. And I did it at any other point outside of a beer or two here and there on, on other ones. I they usually didn't drink that often, but on this particular one, it was, it was a lot of Jack Daniels and uh, a lot of Jack and a lot of the guys, there was a big group and Moxley and there was a group that were, that were drinking. And I just, I just had fun and, and everything was great. And I knew me and John were, we were smooth and, uh, but I was really, really dehydrated because what I would do is I, at night and you're drinking and then do the sauna the next day to try to sweat out all the toxins even more Then you're wrestling. And then like, it's like, it'd be, there was a couple matches and John's been there and done it when you're like sweating and you drank too much the night before. And like your sweat is burning like the other person and like your eyes. And like, there was, there was, I remember a couple matches with John just burning, just Jack Daniels seeping out of my pores. And, uh, but in China, only me and John were in the gym. It was a huge gym in China. And like, it had huge windows and you could see like the city. And uh, I, John, I had been there and, and I warmed up and stretched. And then and John was working out. I had to do legs. And so I, I, I started training legs. And and I still drank water that day, but I was I was massively dehydrated and didn't realize how dehydrated I was. I start doing uh hamstring curls. My legs, I'm talking after only one set, my legs started locking up. I've never had this to the ever to this degree. I mean, I couldn't get the you know when you your your hamstring that locks up, you could like you gotta leg straighten it out and you gotta give it some time and it'll work itself out. And it, it was not working itself out. And I started just cramping over and over and over. I like I it was it was freaking me out because my body I was like my body's shutting down, and it was like cramps all over on my the backs of my legs. And uh, and John was in there. He wasn't by me when this was going on, but I this is going on. I'm in the gym, and luckily it wasn't crowded. And I'm like I'm freaking out. I'm like I need to get I need to get back to the hotel and drink as much water before tonight's matches and stretch and get my body. And, uh, and I, luckily I did, I just kept drinking and drinking and drinking and, and had some bananas and, and everything was fine with it. But that, I remember that, that happened in the China gym, the Chinese, Chinese gym story. But uh, the, the point of that though, too, is that not a lot of the guys in China wanted to go all the, in, in but me and John were in there. Because I work out all the time. Uh, what's the question on my products? Let me see here. Taking a look. I see plant protein, sleeping pills, BCAAs. Do I need the BCAA if I'm taking your protein? Does it make sense? I mean, you know, you don't, you know, BCAAs are very good though to have. I like to have around. I take them for the electrolytes in them too, with it in my, and I take it as my intro workout with my pump plex city. It's all dependent and it's good to have too, like on, on days that if you're hungry and you're trying to stay and just want something sweet with hardly any calories, it's great to have BCAAs on that end. It's great when you're in calorie restrictive, having a calorie restricted diet to have some of those in there and like throughout the day, two, two, three times or a scoop here and there. It, it, it's beneficial in that end. It does help with muscle soreness and fatigue with it. You don't, you know, if your protein is already very high with it and you're getting the, that's, 
you don't have to add that in if you don't if you're not looking at for it for any of those other reasons. But I love it. I think it, the electrolytes alone, and it, that ties in one of the reasons too why I was so cramped up. That that was one of the things that led me to I started taking electrolytes. That was kind of the beginning of with two and with that formula with the because I'm making all my different supplements at different times. That was where I became aware that I was electrolyte deficient. That I wasn't because I drank so much water, but I wasn't taking enough electrolytes because electrolytes make the water you drink wetter, essentially more efficient. Where you don't have to drink as much water, but a lot of us are deficient in, in electrolytes, and so and when you're drinking more and more water, you're not actually actually staying truly hydrated. You're getting some hydration, but not at the level you would if your electrolytes were met, demands were met. So that's why that supplement I have the electrolytes in there was in, it ties into that story believe it or not, with that, because that was the worst that I'd ever cramped up. Good to see all of you. Welcome to the Ryback Show. Uh, do what, WWE, you pay for your hotels in the United States uh, outside of if you do media and they have you at the TV hotel which they will cover every once in a blue moon, but mostly you're paying for your hotels. We're all booking them on a hot wire or a price line, just like everybody else to go to the, you do it the day of you're sitting in the, the arena. A lot of guys will get their hotels as in the, like while we're waiting around for things and you, we pay for our paid for our rental cars and hotels and, but overseas in Europe, they, they paid for the bus rides and the, and the hotels and the charters and they, but they, in the, in the United States, they pay for the flights, but you bought a book, your rental car and, and hotel a lot of people don't don't understand how expensive that is every single week and it, it it's it's a it's a massive expense which is why the majority of got the guys ride together and and to keep their cost on the road down as much as possible and understandably so with that guys we're going to go ahead and wrap up today's today's show i always uh i, I missed a super chat i Got ahead of myself. I scrolled up. Thank God. Robert Nudsvig, thank you very much again, buddy. Ryback versus Matt Cardona. Winning one of his titles would be cool. Also be a solid jump start to your comeback. Kick off your fan, Robert. Thank you very much, Robert. I did see Matt at uh, WrestleCon, him and Hawkins, and took a photo with him and uh, talked to them for a while. And uh, I've always gotten along really well with, with Matt. And uh, he's doing an incredible job with everything. So. With that, guys, thank you very much as always. Don't forget to check out the audio version of this. Check out feedmemore.com for the best supplements. I've got the discount codes in the description, and it will be in the comments shortly. Guys, and we'll be back tomorrow around the same time for another Ryback show. Thank you very much. Until next time, my friends, stay hungry. Feed me more. Hey Rybackers, don't forget to hit that like button, smash that subscribe, and shell shock those notifications for the best supplements on the planet with Feed Me More Nutrition and all the latest cool new Ryback merch. Visit FeedMeMore.com.